אבל למי כאשר עצמי לכל הצדיקים האמיתים שדורנו וכל הצדיקים האמיתים שוכנה עפר קדוש ומשר בארץ המה ובפרט לרבנו הקדוש צדיק יסוד עולם נחל נו ועמק החוכמה רבנו נחל נפגה נא נח נחמן נחל נו ואומן זכותם תגן עלינו והכל ישראל אמן. So בעזרת השם today we're going to do a small Torah, עין ג' 73, but a very special one. This Torah was one of the first Torahs רבנו taught when he came back from his journey to ארץ ישראל. A very deep secret. He said that from this Pasuk, as we're going to see this, this Torah starts with the Pasuk from Yeshaya, that from this verse in Yeshaya, he was able to understand how a person can see the Avot, Avraham, Yitzhak, and Yaakov whenever they wanted to. That the secret of how to see these Avot um, is hidden within this verse. Rabbeinu didn't get into that idea, but obviously there's lots of depth to it. Um, and that was even before the journey of, uh, of Eretz Yisrael. So, Baruch Hashem, let's hop right into it. Um, we're going to study something very, very deep. Um, and it's very small, but let's pay close attention. This Torah is actually, this is directly from the language of the Chavarim, the people who were there present when they listened to the Torah. Rabbi Natan never reviewed this Torah with Rabbeinu. Um, Rabbeinu never, um, what do you call it? Um, approved it from Rabbi Natan, this and that. This wasn't something that Rabbeinu and Rabbi Natan went over. Um, Rabbeinu, uh, who, when Rabbeinu gave the lesson, the friends were present, all the students of Rabbeinu were present, and they're the ones who wrote it. So, funny enough, you're going to see how the language is a little different, not as clear, clearly, because um, no one could do the job of Rabbi Natan. But nonetheless, uh, clear enough that we can get something from this, very deep. It says in Yeshaya, that when you pass through water, I am with you, Hashem says. Okay. Behold, the Torah is hidden and revealed. By the way, Rabbeinu said this Torah is very precious in his eyes. In Chaim Oran, all this is written. So look over there if a person wants to understand more about this lesson. So the Torah is both hidden and revealed. As the brother on the Zohar, HaKadosh Baruch Hu gam ken setim begalian. HaKadosh Baruch Hu as well is also hidden and revealed. Meaning that which is revealed to us is considered the outer element and the outer garment. Meaning whether it's Hashem or the Torah, that which is revealed to us is considered the outer element. And that which is hidden from us is the inner element. And Rabbeinu tells us that behold, every person needs to stir himself up, to encourage himself to attain that which is the inner element. Not just the outer element, not that which is revealed to us, but that which is concealed from us. That which is hidden from us. But how is a person, how is it possible to attain, to reach that which is hidden from us? Rabbeinu gives us the answer through sincere prayer. Lishma is upon the words Leshem Hey, Leshem Hashem, for the sake of God, basically. When we pray for the sake of God, not for ourselves, not for ulterior motives, but it's truly sincere. When we pray with true sincerity, then we're able to attain that which is hidden. And now Rabbeinu tells us what sincere prayer is. That is by fixing your thought and binding your thought to the speech of prayer, to the words of prayer that you're saying. With an extremely strong and firm connection. Because God, He desires the prayers of tzadikim. And why is this so? That we know that the idea that God desires the prayers of of tzadikim, this is in the Gemara Chulin. But Rabbanu asks why? Because Hakadosh Baruch Hu chafetz chesed hu. 
he gives an answer. Because the Kaddosh Baruch Hu, he desires kindness, as it says in the verse. And God constantly wants to provide influx and blessings to us. But that influx is not able to descend. The only way that shefa, that blessing, is able to descend from God is through a vessel. When we build a certain vessel, and what's that vessel called? It's called Ani, I. It says in the verse, and I will bless them. Meaning the blessing comes through the concept of va'ani and I. Meaning through the concept of ani, I, that's how you attain blessing. So we're going to understand what this really means. And this vessel that we just mentioned of ani, that allows us to receive blessing, is only created or is created through every single Jew. How? When he prays in the moment, or sorry, when he prays in the manner of binding his thought to his um, his speech. When he's able to pray in the way, in the fashion of binding his thought to his speech, as we said, when you bind your thought to the words of prayer, um, then that's how you that then that's how every Jew is able to create this vessel of Ani. Now Rabban is gonna prove how. For every single Jew is called Tzadik. And her nation is entirely righteous people. So we see that all Amishad is considered Tzadikim. And because of that, we have the first category. This is Tzadik. So what is Tzadik? The Tzadik is called the letter Aleph. From the language of what it says in the verse in Tehillim. Our great ones are, accept- are acceptable. Mesubalim. Are acceptable. Alufenu, our great ones, come, which which is a representation of the tzaddikim, references those righteous people of the generation, which we just said is every single Jew, because every single Jew is considered a righteous person, as we saw in Yeshaya. So our great ones, alufenu, is actually a play on the words aleph, the letter aleph. So we see that tzaddik is considered the letter aleph. So great, we have the letter aleph of ani. Now the letter nun of the word ani. You just created the letter Aleph whenever the Jew who's considered Tzadik gets up and prays with, in this manner. Then how do you create the Nun? The Nun is called speech. How do we know speech is the letter, references the letter Nun? For speech represents Malchut. Kingship. Via what it says in the Zohar. Malchut Peh. That the Malchut references the mouth. Meaning that which, emits, which is emitted from the mouth, which is speech, is considered Malchut. So malchut, kingship, the lowest of all the sefirot, is considered the mouth of a person, the speech of a person. That's called malchut. And what does malchut have to do with nun? Malchut nikra nun kemo shekadu yinon shemo. Uferesh rashi lishon malchut, as we see in lesson one of the Kutemaran as well. Rabbeinu brings the same proof. That what did he say over there? <clears throat> that the nun represents malchut. Or malchut is called the letter nun. How do we know this? It doesn't say nim yinon shemo. Yinon is his name. And we know Yinon is referenced to the Mashiach. It's one of the names of Mashiach. Yinon Shemo, Yinon is his name. Yinon obviously has the letter Nun in it. Yinon, Nun. What does Rashi say on the word Yinon? Leshon Malchut, an expression of kingship. So we see Yinon, which is obviously has the letter Nun, which is the root, 
the root shohesh, the, the root of that word yinon is nun, is a reference to what Rashi says, manchut. So we see the letter nun represents manchut, kingship. And the final letter of the vessel, you just have aleph, which is the, which is the Jew who gets up to pray. The nun, which is the speech when the person prays. And the yud is the machshaba, the thought. So the yud, the letter yud is created of the vessel. Whenever you bind the thought to the speech, when you bind one thought to speech, for the thought is called the letter yud. It says, and it says in Shemot that Moshe will, will sing in the future, will, will sing then, meaning then in the future, in time to come. What does Rashi say? Yud al Shema Machshava Nemra. That Yud is a reference to, or was said with reference to wisdom. So we see that the letter Yud in Az Yashir, why? Because the Gemara asks, why did it say Yashir? Why didn't it say that Moshe sang? Why did it say in the, in the future, in the future tense, that Moshe will sing? For the Yud that is added there, which connotes future tense, that Moshe will sing, Yud is a reference to wisdom. That's what Rashi says. So you see the Yud represents thought. The Nun represents speech as we saw. And the Aleph represents the Jew. So when the Jew in his prayer is able to bind his thought to his speech. This is what creates the vessel Ani. And that's how he draws down all the blessings. And the Pnimiut of HaKadosh Baruch Hu and the Torah. Which, he, which is what a person has to strive to attain for. And now the vessel which is called Ani is finished. And the abundance comes down. And now the desire of Hashem has been completed. Because Hashem desires kindness. And this is the reason why God desires our prayers of tzaddikim. And who's a tzaddik? It's every single Jew. This is why every Jew has to believe that he is, has the power to pray. And he must pray. And it's known, Rabbanu says, It's known that one who receives uh, a pleasure, a delight from someone else is called in the feminine aspect. The one who receives delight is in the feminine. Vis-a-vis -vis that other person, basically. Meaning the person who's receiving something is in the feminine aspect because we know Malchut is constantly receiving and the male, which is above Malchut, the Yesod is constantly giving, etc. Venimtsam we find. This is all Kabbalistic stuff, but nonetheless, in its simple level, the female is meant to receive and the male is meant to give. This is why the woman is Gvura uh, and the man is Chesed. And we find that Rabbanu is telling us a huge chidush that when Hashem Ba'ach receives a delight from the Jewish people through their prayers, as we just saw, that Hashem desires to give us Chesed and with our prayers we're able to draw down that Chesed. So we're actually giving God something, which is we're giving God the ability to do kindness, which is awesome. But when we are giving God something, this delight, it's as if to say, Rabbi says, that God is created in the feminine aspect vis-a-vis -vis the Jewish people. That we are considered the male and God is in this sense considered the female. If to say, as if we can say such a thing. And this is what it says in Bamidbar. It's a fire offering. A pleasant aroma for God. But what does it say, the word over there? Isha, it's a play on the word esh, fire offering. But Isha comes from the word Isha, the woman. Ki, meaning what? Because through the pleasant aroma, that Hashem receives from the prayers of the Jewish people, meaning that God becomes the aspect of a woman, as if to say, 
That's why it says Ishe. Fire offering on prayer on the word Isha, meaning through the Rech Nichoch, through the pleasant aroma that he receives from our prayers, he becomes Isha. And what does it say about the female? It says in Yirmiyah that the woman shall court the man, she shall surround the man. Thus, Imken, as a result, the inner becomes the outer aspect. It's awesome. And in the lesson 15 above, uh, what we studied already a few months ago, lesson 15, um, it brings this idea about primut um, becoming chitoniut as well. The inner becomes the outer, etc. This awesome and deep stuff. Meaning that that which is concealed from us becomes revealed. And this is the explanation of the verse. When you shall pass through water, passing through it's from the language of Hidgalut revelation that God will pass through to strike Egypt what does it say the same language of God passes through what does Unkelus translate that the Aramaic translation of and passing through is what Hashem will reveal himself that that's what it really means to pass through. It's the concept of revelation, as we see with Unkelus here. And we know, as it says in the Gemara, that water is a reference to Torah. So what are we saying now? In the verse, when you shall pass through water, passing through is a reference to revelation, which is what we said is the Chitoniut. And Ma'im, water, is the Torah. Meaning whenever you make the Torah into revelation. So the explanation is like this. When you want the concealed element of the Torah revealed to you, which is to make the the Maim, the Torah, Ta'avor, the concept of revelation, Itchani. That's the end of the verse. What it says, I am with you. When you pass you through water, I shall be with you. What is I shall be with you? Kromar, meaning to say, meaning make sure to make that vessel, which is called Ani. When you want to reveal the, the deep elements of the Torah, pray Lishma, which is what to bind your thought to the words of prayer. Because with this, when a Jew gets up to pray and he binds his thought to the words of prayer, he truly focuses on every word, he's able to create the vessel Ani and draw down all this blessing, etc. And reveal the 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 secret part of the Torah to him. May we have the merit to do so, review all these secrets of the Torah and Bizrat Hashem, truly attain these awesome levels. The Rabban was teaching us to follow his advice in simplicity, to pray constantly, Bizrat Hashem. And don't forget, Bizrat Hashem, to light a candle on Rabban's merit, as tonight is his Hidullah, the fourth, uh, fourth day of Sukkot, 18th of Tishrei. Bizrat Hashem, may we have the merit to truly attach ourselves to this most awesome and holy tzaddik, um, God willing.